And I'll tell you what, Daryl, when oh, I can't believe this, when Cody Rhodes <laughs> came face to face with Roman Reigns, when they all, when those people Bro. came face to face with each other, I felt I had mm-hmm. chills. I had chills. Mm-hmm. I had chills. So, I mean, I'll just we'll just pretend. No, we're not going to we're not going to retalk about everything we just talked about. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to go back into that. I already I, lo- I lost steam already about that thing once. I'm, I'm I don't I don't have any left. Now, let's talk about what we were talking about Um, that. Uh, this is the Beards and Balls podcast and we are restarting. So everything is now awkward and out of place because someone decided to call me. Uh, I'm Anthony F. You can find me everywhere at Borner underscore 19. You can find Cheeseman, who's not here today because he's at work like a good boy so he can afford his apartment. I made that joke the first time we did this, making it again. Daryl, tell him where you can find him. Three, uh, oh, OG Cheeseman on, on Instagram, on the Instagrams, if you will. And yourself. Uh, 3Ds1J on Twitter, uh, fuck Instagram because I don't use it, and uh, the coaches challenge on Twitch. All right, there you go. Um, so let's talk about toxic fan bases. Mm. That, that's what uh, that's what we were that's what we were gonna get to anyways. That oh, that, I, so I wanna pick one, Daryl. You I can pick one. I'll let you start. A, oh, I can talk but, about one, but I, I do have to say this though. I, I do have to say this though. Mm. I really don't want it to fall into a pitfall of. Um, because I know how you and I can get. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want it to turn a hundred percent into what it will turn into. <laughs> I think you know what it will turn into. I would just say two two fan bases: uh, the Braves and the Phillies. Oh um, my God. Okay. I was just gonna say, you know, from what I've seen from these two fan bases the last couple of weeks, I know rivalry. Everybody hates each other. People from Philly hate Atlanta, vice versa. I get it, right? Not stupid. Um, but the way y'all were acting on social media was just insane. Because, like, at the end of the day, I, I have a policy. Is this person that I'm arguing with, am I willing to fight them over what I'm saying? Because at that point, it, that's that, that's what those words sound like. If you're talking to that person face to face, right? I'm going to pause you, Daryl, because you have, you've, set, you've, set, you've set up something so perfect here. <clears throat> because I wonder if that man who tweeted at Cody Rhodes the other night thought that that he could take Cody oh Rhodes, my- that he'd be willing to fight Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Dog, I'm reading that last night, and I'm like, why would you say that about your wife, brother? You don't. Know. There's. If, I, I know. know he didn't mean it that I way, know. but it's I just know. the way that came off. Was but bad, also, man. also, also, you're a grown ass man. She is a grown ass woman. Get over it. Get over it. It's like, so he didn't say hi to your wife. Like, he's in the middle of a performance. You know? They only have so much time to be out there before they have yes. to go back. Yes. Age, bro. Yes. You're not special. You're but not special. What's even crazier is that Cody responded. <laughs> Cody. Wait, wait, Cody wait. Slitcher. Wait. And then it gets mm-hmm. crazier because the guy responded back. Any, any, okay. And so here's, here's my problem with that. 
if you have the clarity to say sorry and realize that you were in the wrong for even uh-huh. tweeting Cody in the first place, uh-huh. then it would have taken just a minute to think about before you tweet what you're about to say and broadcast to the world. That's how come a few years ago someone said, I think it was, uh, I think it was Dan Patrick who who has always suggested mm-hmm. about how, with social media and Twitter that it, by default there should be a one minute cooldown period before your post is allowed to go up where you can delete it. Like and there should be about what you're there should say. be because all it takes is a minute. All it takes is a minute. <laughs> Just a minute of clarity where it's where where it hits you that oh okay like like that meme where Daniel Jones realizes that the 49ers are going to murder him. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it that was his moment of clarity. I wonder if he did, is that tweet still up. Please tell me it's still up. Please tell me it's still well, up. Just check your things, Daryl, because God I'm knows I sent it to applause. everybody. I sent please it to a buddy of mine. <laughs> and, it's uh, still up, bro. The tweet has one point one million views. At least I'm gonna assume some of those are double. Thank so God I'll, I'll he doesn't. Uh huh. I hope his wife doesn't have social media. That's all I can say. Cause well, okay. So, uh, here's the thing. Mm. He, you don't know what he looks like. You know. I want to go look at something real quick. I, I, you're gonna go see if there's photos of the man on his profile. Yep. That's what you're gonna. I knew it. I knew it, Daryl. Because I'm doing the same thing. I'm just. <laughs> He's a Twitch streamer. So actually, let's do some further. Let's do some further research. Oh God, this is the one. By the way, I switch link. By the way, I gotta say, okay, okay, you. My my. uh, So I. Uh, I sent Cody's response to my friend, and uh, and my friend replied, "Well, that of course Cody responded because he's the sweetest boy," and it's like you know what, (laughs) that is what what he presents himself as, isn't he? Doesn't Cody he? Cody is so weird. He always responds to like hey, weird uh He does. I think he weird gets things a on kick Twitter. out of it. I don't even know if it's him being weird. I think it's him getting just a, a fucking kick out of the weirdness of No, remember Twitter. the favorite Mick Carter tweet? Uh-huh. You're my favorite Mick Carter one. Like there was no reason for him to respond to that at all. But come on, was weird. but you know, but you know, it's if, mm-hmm. but because I, I, I assume he hops on when he gets a chance and he'll, it, it, whatever catches the eye or maybe mm-hmm. considering how many replies, you know, things they probably, he gets, what if he's like mm-hmm. scrolls through and just randomly hits one, <laughs> you know, see that one. Felt that's what I would though. do. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. I feel like he one. saw that yeah. one come across his phone and got a chuckle out of it and was like, okay. You know what? There you go. That's probably what. That's probably what happened. Like I like to think that is exactly what they all do. It's it, it. They they pick and choose. It's not like how certain people. Just you know, probably should put. Yeah, let's own... let's not even let's 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 not let's, man. He... No, I will say this. No, no, I I will say this. I want to say this beforehand. The one thing that was not cool, not cool at all, is the shit that people were tweeting to him about his mom, because that's yeah, that was um, that's not right. Yeah. No, no. See, it, it it bothers me because it, it, then these same people will then try and have valid criticism of him, uh, of his 
booking and and all of that stuff and it's like no you you don't get to have a uh, to say now criticize this because you already invalidated yourself as a person who can carry an argument because you already went mm-hmm. there you know you hurt that you hurt your own case essentially by resorting to to pointless bullshit to attack him using his mother's sickness as a reason to attack him when i feel like that's just i feel like that's just out of bounds and i've seen so many of those like weird like wwe stand accounts like making fun of his i'm like God, y'all, got the the, worst. y'all gotta stop see those are the worst because they seem because you know what those stand accounts for well i take it back their stand accounts they didn't read they didn't for them 27 2018 or no 20 all the way to literally the middle of last year was WWE was ass absolute fucking ass the worst it's ever been creatively and that's including 1995 is that including like that weird period from like I know you said you stopped watching right at some point the you're, the, the, you're talking about like the smack dab right middle of the PG era yeah, I'm talking like 2009 to I was not watching probably like the end of 09 to like 2015 like okay it, it, okay here's the difference before daniel bryan got his run he, here's the difference mm-hmm. the last few years didn't make sense on a level that was just it was it, the show felt senile oh okay? like when they had goldberg smash bray Wyatt, and kevin owens and Dolph Ziggler and everybody because <laughs> hey he wants another run at the title he can't really defend it against well, and not anybody. Just that, but but let's 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 not even look at th- things as big as that. Let's let's bring that down to look at what happened with everyone in NXT who would get called up. Oh, well. look what happened with Baron Corbin. <laughs> Wait, mm-hmm. look at look at what look at what happened to. Uh, uh, I mean, look at the people who left. Yeah, you know, look at the people he that he fired. Mm-hmm. You know, Samoa Joe, that's the one that always sticks that that of all the people that they don't have on that roster anymore. That's the one that bothers me the most. I can live or or, or, I can I can, you know, be with or without Adam Cole. But Samoa Joe was Samoa Joe special for me. It was Samoa Joe with so much conviction, Daryl. It was Swerve. Uh, I genuinely don't understand Swerve. Like I, I don't, I don't get that. You just put the Neither North do American I. Championship on him. You well, were giving I mean, him Vince, a run, it's which Triple H did. But at the same time, you you were giving him a run, and then all of a sudden, oh, we're firing him because he's connected yeah. to Hit Row. Who at the time, I don't even understand why they fired them. You know, now I'm not saying that I'm a fan of. Well, I know they only they only fired uh well, AJ Francis. I'm not saying yeah. I'm a big fan of him. I just didn't understand at the time with the run that they were on why you fired them. Okay, they because it was something that was men. popular and it was working, and and, and then mm-hmm. then it was just gone. Mm-hmm. Well, I know Hero. You know? Did, well, uh, Top Dollar didn't help himself yeah, with that whole thing. No, with he did him not. And gender and that, yeah. That and the fact that they brought him back was I did, I was surprised to be honest that that Triple H mm-hmm. did at all when they did, mm-hmm. you know, but. I mean, you see what they do, what they use them for, anyway. So, yeah, 
They're there to to uh, job to LA Knight. Mm. But I'm now I'm weirded out by why mm. they kept. The oh, by the way, and, by the way, that's uh, another person. That's a, that's another person. Um. Well, because I think with BFAB, they do see some potential. You know, she's been going up and work, apparently working, working with, with, with Natalia. And, and you know what happens TJ. when people do that. They mm-hmm. get better. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they inevitably do. And that's like, that's just a testament to to Natty and, and TJ and their ability to train people. I, they, I love coming across videos of, of Natty training people and the way that the pace that they're working at. And I can't help but think, why don't I see more of that? Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, I think, uh, I think Ashanti, is it Ashanti or Ashanti? I forgot how they say his name. Ashanti Adonis? Yeah, I think he has a lot of talent as well. I think that's why they kept him. Got to send him and BFAB back down to NXT at this point. I really Honestly, they'd be better served. Mm -hmm. Well, so that's the thing. You know, okay, here's something that we we can talk about. And this is this is in this discussion that we're having about the bad times. And and you know what? I don't really want to talk about Tony Khan right now. Let's let's do the, because there's nothing either. to talk about. He just went on, you know, he had a bad week and people and, and he he did the human thing. He let it get to him and he's overworked because yeah. it, it, you know, part of the reason that that the last few years of of WWE was total crap is because Vince was beyond stretched and and, and he shouldn't be he, he, you know already but he was one of those people who wanted to be in every aspect of the show and tony is that way and it's called burnout oh, eventually i'm so glad they're you're unable to see the mistakes i know manual said you know what no we're I'm gonna swindle this man take his company and we're gonna hmm. put it in the hands of because because here's the thing the, the them taking the company there was there's a hundred percent, you know, no chance that they would have ever dissolved it or done anything with it. It's too big. It's what what is there is a massive opportunity to make a lot of money. Yep. And they realize that the person who should be steering that ship for them is not a senile 80 year old man. Well, Anthony, also think about it like this. A lot of contracts are up in 2024. Yes. Yes. In both companies. All right. So let me think from this perspective. If I'm coming from AEW or New Japan or AAA or C, uh, CM, uh, uh, I forgot how you say it. Do I want to work for Vince McMahon or do, or do I, I want to work, work for, for this fucking Mark over here? Yeah. Do I want to work for the person who who vehemently hates the business he he's he helped shape and form, or do I mm-hmm. want to work for the guy who's a who, who's a Mark for wrestling? Like it, it, like I feel like do I want to work with the person who who has set up Shawn Michaels and I think Triple H did, uh, has done a great yes, job of staying back from NXT <laughs> and letting Shawn Michaels do what he needs to He's do. He's doing what Vince couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Which is let people and, do their jobs. Exactly. And, you know, with the way a lot of these guys have been able to build themselves up in NXT, bro, they made somebody give a damn about Baron Corbin again. Okay, I know. I know. No, no. You know what? Let's get let's let's look at what they did with Dominic Mysterio, yep. who at this point is coming out and on his own and handling things well on his own. Yep. 
I love this segment with him and Aldis and, and Triple H. Oh, I was okay. So I was I was already thinking about this while we were while we were talking about all this. But let's talk about mm. just the state of things now. With well, let's talk about the season premiere that was on on Friday. It was really good. Yeah. It was a, it had a pretty show. solid week. It was of, a damn good show. Uh, yes, no, no, you're you're not wrong. And immediate, I love. So I do love that from. You know, when they announced Nick Aldis as the GM, mm-hmm. crowd didn't know who he was, and, and obviously, rightfully so. You know, they they're not going to mm-hmm. know who he is. And if you don't um, watch TNA or NWA, you're not. Gonna yeah, know which you know, that's not. Uh, the, yes, that's a packed crowd, and yeah, there's some people who do know, but not everybody. Ninety percent mm-hmm. of the, or I'd say eighty percent of those people don't know. And I'm and clear, um, by the Aldis end. Was... Wait, but by the end of it, though, mm-hmm. he had him. I mean, you it's are, like Adam Pierce. You you immediately knew who he is and what he's about. Mm-hmm. And I love Daryl. Daryl, they're building rules and logic. And and the shows seemingly, it seems like they're going to start moving them in a direction where they are, are going to be distinct. And there is mm-hmm. going to be competition. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I love you know that. something that I like about Triple H, Triple H is doing more of it recently, but something that I love about Sean specifically mm-hmm. is that he knows how to intertwine things. Like, yes. for example, whenever you see, uh, oh, what's the name of that group with Noam Dar? Oh, I love oh, the group uh, too. Oh, um, uh, um, uh, I know who they are, uh, Metaphor. Yeah, Metaphor, and you see like uh, Nathan Frazier in dragon mm-hmm. lee backstage interacting with each other and yeah. i forgot the two uh ladies names that are in that tag team together um, i always forget to. real good i forgot to but they, i've seen them at the uh pre-show of, i, I, I mean I look I, i'm being honest i just don't watch enough nxt i would like to but yep. here's mm-hmm. it, it it just goes back to my issue with nxt is that i find it hard to watch mm-hmm. because of the setup I, it just doesn't do it for me, man. And I don't really mm. dig the crowd. I hate I, the crowd. I'm not I do. I, I, I do. It's just, it's just not for me. But, but you know what? We're talking a lot of positive things. Let's go back, Sean. Mm-hmm. The so, I mean, this was something Triple H used to do back in NXT, where you would have the things going on in the background, mm. and and it makes your universe feel alive and lived in. Yep. Like the other day, when you uh, two weeks ago or this past week, whatever, when you saw, when you see Rhea and and Drew in the background. And they're having a conversation and you have no idea what's happening. And mm. it, Triple H is is doing a fantastic job at putting pieces into place. Not, not showing you his hand at all. Just putting down pieces and letting you wonder what's going to happen with them. And then the fun part is seeing the journey to that end point that he has. And he's being slow and he's being deliberate about it. And I like that. He's not rushing anything. He's waiting for the right moment to give the right moment. That, that, that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a great way. It's so much, it's so different from what Vince Vince's approach. Vince, you know? Uh, uh, or 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 the AEW approach where it's that you just drop something. And forget about it. You know, did you see that uh, segment with uh, Edge and Ricky? On, oh, on I'm. I was just talking about it this morning with my buddy Rick. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I, 
It wasn't mm. good. No, it was not. It wasn't good, and and part of it the it was it was just bad. It was bad promo work. I think I think I don't. Think Everything it was, felt a lot of nothing, none saying, of it felt comfy. A lot of people were saying they think it was genuine. When the Edge was pissed off. No, I think they, I think that was written into it for that to happen to generate talk and buzz. Yeah. And my thing is, it's just, it just it didn't come across well. And it just seemed like Edge was pissed off that Ricky was ignoring him instead of like giving me a reason. Well, and also what calling them like a smaller Edge version of The Rock and like that's it. Edge's Twitter comebacks insults. were lame. Well, like the thing is, is like, no, no, no. It, 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 it's that everything felt corny. It felt corny, Daryl. It felt corny. Well, like Twitter. Part of, and look, part of the thing about Current Edge is really good at delivering a, te- a technically delivering a promo, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he's a good promo. Face Edge is not a good promo. I don't. And that is my problem with this. this is my. I don't problem think Edge has been a good promo since two thousand and nine. I mean, well, but but that. you get what I mean. But but that's what I'm. But that's what I mean. It, mm-hmm. It's current edge. Even when he came back a few, you know, the first time with the E, has mm-hmm. uh, other than when he was doing stuff with Beth, where the chemistry was really off the charts, or with Randy, because you know, you know that stuff. But other than that, it was all very hokey. Eh, hope yes, it was all hokey. I think it was I all hokey. In 09, what happened? Because I know he turned face. Was it in 09 or was it in twenty ten? I can't remember. Um. Well, 2010. I think yeah, it was 2010. I think he knew his career was a was, the clock was ticking at that point. Yeah, and because he retired in what 2012. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just think he's he's in this constant mode of this is it, this is it, this is it. So uh, but the, like but that's that's the problem though. But that's the problem anything. though is that that has been his story the entire time. Mm. It's it's a lot of the oh you're back, oh you're mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. No, let's move forward from that. He came back three years ago. Yeah, it's been three years. He's not retired anymore. He's not part time. He's a wrestler. Again. He's a full time wrestler. Yes. Yes. You know, let's start acting like it. And, I mean, and, and you know what? Maybe with, he will in AEW. He will. I'm that's pretty the thing sure with he will. Christian, is that Christian has made. He he feels Christian never like, felt like he was gone. Mm-hmm. But Christian feels rejuvenated you know what I mean? in AW, man. Like he the he character just, work this yeah. fucker is doing right now is on a whole nother fucking level. Well, he, he seems rejuvenated invested. in general, and mm-hmm. it feels like Edge has Edge hasn't felt that come across that way since the first thing he did with Randy. Oh, because Randy took him there. Well, yeah, because, well, of course, and because Randy was also, you know, you know how it is in Randy. Mm. Randy, when he's not feeling something, it's shit work and you know well, it. You and he knows it and he's <laughs> fine that you know it. He doesn't give a fuck. Mm. But when he's really into something, mm. he does everything he fucking can to elevate it. Yep. And and he did that. And him and Edge, I didn't like the Mania match because it was a 50 fucking million years long. Or that mm-hmm. other greatest match ever thing that they did afterward. I mean, that was a fine match, but it wasn't the greatest match. Anyways, whatever. Um, 
<laughs> what a I weird troll thing. It was it yeah. was it was exactly what it was. It was exactly what it was. And he had a a, a crowdless arena to 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 go ahead and troll, you know? Um but Edge doesn't at least right now. Look, I think the other thing is Christian's a better promo. Yeah. Always Christian just been. is. But he always, yeah, I was gonna say he always has been. You know, Christian's well, always, always been the better. To be better. Well, he's that. You're not right. You're not. You're not wrong about that. He's always been mm. in the shadow, and and of Edge, and it. The only way he can elevate it or, or get out from under that shadow is to be better. In some, at least, you know, he may not be able to physically be better than Edge or whatever. And you know what I mean by that? Which Edge, is, just, Edge is six five. Oh, no, I mean Edge is six oh, five. Oh, that's oh. what I'm talking about because that's that's you know that's what made the decision. I'm not to say if we're going if we're going. Return, oh, we're going. We're, return no, right no, no, now, no, no, uh, no. We're Christian's not. Hey, Christian's better. Out of the water and ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Christian. Christian's had a better return in general. Mm. Just in general. Edges has always felt a little stilted because, and you know what? Part of that is, is, is he did it in the E. I don't know. See, but part of me doesn't know if, if it would have made any difference where he came back. I think it did because WWE wasn't going to let him do certain shit. It's just, yeah. they wanted to keep him as a part as edge. Yeah. As a part-time guy. And that's not what he wanted. Nostalgia act. And, edge and I'm glad he left. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he left. But I also part of it that part of what bums me out is that he is that he he left in 2023 AEW. Yes, that's not, it, had this had this been had this been what 2019 2022 or 2020 mm-hmm. 2021 you know those three years mm-hmm. I'd feel much better about it. Ever since brawl out last year, or I hate calling it that, but fuck it. Ever okay, since wait, brawl wait. out but last before year, that, but before that, mm-hmm. there wasn't any stories. You know that. No, but AW still had a certain like feeling to it. Ever since Brawl Out last year, everything's just felt disjointed. And it's not just from an own TV standpoint. It's just mm-hmm. the the energy around it just kind of went flat. Well, because two things happened. Brawl Out happened at the same time that Vince McMahon is on his way out. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Triple H is starting to take control, and things are. Mm-hmm. Remember, those were baby steps because things were were changing little by little. Mm-hmm. And then when brawl out, you had they would reverse. Yes, with the yes. with the with the Roman and Brock match, and I think that 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 SummerSlam, a lot Where of people talk about does it. the tractor thing. Yeah, really Lift started to ring switch the opinion about wwe like almost in an instant yeah because it was the best roman brock match you've gotten in a while because everybody was yep. shitting on that match before it happened i was too i'm, I like, was I'm, too. I'm sick of it we've seen this match like 10 fucking times already in the last three years alone i've had enough and it turns out one person knew how to book it better mm-hmm. yep you know and then I mean, you get roman you get and, roman and sammy starts to heat up you get war games. Uh huh. War games is a big deal. Mm-hmm. War games was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it was war games. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It, it it was it was the it was a Triple H thing brought mm-hmm. to main roster finally the thing that Vince yep. didn't want. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think I think Sammy that this the Sammy and oh, the bloodline Roman, story, the bloodline and KO storyline really well, like that's what was took pushing all the momentum to WWE at that point. Uh huh. Well, yeah, because they were, think, th- that was at the point where you were getting like weekly, mm-hmm. weekly on both shows television. Yep. Yes, captivating stuff. The the raw thirty uh, fucking segment the, with with bro, Roman the and trial solo and the trial yep, of Sami Zayn. Ah, that was turn so at elimination good. chamber. Uh, no, no, no. That well, the turn at Rumble at Rumble and then elimination chamber and uh-huh. then Mania. And WWE went on a stretch until Vince got his guys bitch ass back involved for that one show, for that one yeah. show, and. Until that point, WWE was just on a fucking run of just great television. Uh huh. Vince weasels way back in. Everything goes back sour. AW had a chance to capture that momentum. I think they, but see, kind of actually trending towards. They had like positive. a, they had, but they had like a one week period because don't because mm-hmm. that Vince thing happened that one week, mm-hmm. and then it, then he kind of fate started, then he faded away, and it was more so the fear of the specter of, of Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him come back since. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like how everybody expected him to. I think that was the thing is after that Raw, everybody expected it to be, uh, oh, Vince changed this up this week and this is what we're getting instead. Mm-hmm. And you had people fear mongering about that happening. And it was like, there's nothing that confirmed that this happened and y'all are being weird. But I mean, I understand it to a certain standpoint because that's what Vince does. But. It was getting a little bit overboard. I think I think at that point AEW had a chance to recapture some of that momentum. CM Punk comes back. He does a couple of good things with collision. Collision okay. had got momentum. Well, start. we have to say something about that though. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of this. Mm-hmm. I knew that was never gonna work out. Well, Anthony, get again. And and, and, P- and, and, and everybody should have, and I know ev- and I'm not the only one. Most of us mm-hmm. knew it wasn't gonna work out. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, this is the this is the problem. This is the problem mm-hmm. with 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 AEW. Mm-hmm. They have two hours on Wednesday, one hour on Friday, and two hours on Saturday. They have five hours of television, and they have to program it for fifty two weeks out of the year. Oh, they, and not only that, they, you're they, getting the extra hour big, of ROH and all of the that. Dark so that so this yeah. is the thing. This is the problem. Too big, too soon, too much, too soon. Yep. Buying Ring of Honor was a dumb decision. Yes. Because because adding Collision was a dumb decision. Because what you should do is you should have moved Rampage to Thursday, Mm -hmm. put it at a better hour, or 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 whatever you have to do, you know, to, to make that show better. Well, Anthony, think about it like this. Now you're taking, look at what Athena's doing on ROH. Everybody sees the clip. Oh, wait, Daryl, I can't. No, and everybody's not seeing it. That's the problem. People who are plugged into wrestling Twitter and sees like the clips of ROH, sees what Athena's doing. She's doing great shit over there with her character work. And nobody knows because it's not on Dynamite. It's not even on fucking Rampage. It's barely on Collision. She's barely on AEW television. And don't give mm-hmm. me this, oh, well, you could just buy Honor Club. I'm not doing that. You're not giving me a reason to buy it. Yep. What what reason do I have to buy a subscription service for AEW that doesn't even have AEW on it? 
oh, well, you can watch all the old Ring of Honors. I've done that already. I don't, and also, I don't have to do. I don't no. have to pay for that. Sorry, man. No, I'm. I'm sorry. I. I will. I. I'm. I'm not really interested in fucking Death Before Dishonor AEW version. I'm. I'm good on that. It's not really working for me. It's not doing it for me. I, I'm seeing, like, and I know they they got like, oh, well, they got um Shane Taylor over there, and they got Dalton Castle. Why aren't they on AEW television if they're AEW talent? ROH is not on normal television. I, I'm not going out of my way to watch ROH because you're not giving me any. First of all, you're not giving me anything on ROH that I deem no is worthy for me to pay all that money. And yet they have good storylines over there, but it's just too much wrestling already. B, what what's the end game for ROH right now? Because for me, it, it just seems like it's a pet project for Tony because he liked AEW growing up. And no, you know, you know what it was? It was it was the same thing that has been happening for the last three years. Mm-hmm. Shiny. He buys a shiny new toy. He's interested in it for as long as he's interested in it. Then he moves on mm-hmm. to the next shiny new toy. He's treated he, mm-hmm. right now for like the women. Tony Storm is his shiny new toy. She made herself shiny mm-hmm. and new again. And he's going to be mm-hmm. fascinated with her until she's not shiny and new anymore. And then we're going to get the same old, same old. Speaking of which, um, I did want to talk doing about fantastic work. I've seen arguments about um about? WWE making uh uh making Jay Cargill a star look like a superstar, and people were like, Oh, well, AEW gave Jade a 500 and something day title run. And to that, I will say this on Rampage. At what point, at what point did she on face Rampage Britt Baker? Rampage. At what Thunder point Rosa. did she face Jamie Hader, Thunder Rosa? Those are your three biggest names. Oh, she said, she said she said it. In, she said it. Wait, she said it in that interview herself, or that 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 was one of her regrets is that she didn't get to intermingle with the other women on Dynamite. Y'all kept her tucked away. Y'all had her in like a, a one year storyline with with Kira Hogan, um, <sighs> and I forgot the other two women's names, and it's pissing me um, off because I Red Velvet and I can't yes. remember the other girl's name. But you had them, or the other woman's name, my bad. So mm-hmm. you, like, that was cool in in context, but I don't feel like tuning into a second show on Friday after I just watched SmackDown to see Jay Cargill in a five-minute match with Sky Blue. I'm sorry, okay, I just yeah. don't care. And then you finally put her in a big match with Statlander on her last match. They have a good match. So the whole time she could have been having these good matches with who you consider your top talent and she wasn't having them. Why? At some point, why are you trying to protect her? She wants to work with these people. She's been working to get better. She's shown a desire to get better in the ring. She did that. And you waited until the last day of her contract to showcase that and then expected to keep her there. What? 500 days with a championship that meant nothing. Nothing. It was an accessory. She had it. She barely defended it on pay-per-view. When she did it, she didn't get long matches, so nobody really got bested. In a company that you said is centered around the sport of wrestling, why is everything she's doing three-minute, three-to-five-minute matches? That's not enough she's to get woman. somebody invested in a fucking title reign. Exactly. She, because she's a woman in AEW, and he's been... that's. 
Look, uh, you, okay, for example, for example, this is a really great thing to bring up. Last mm-hmm. Monday night, every single woman on uh, on on the roster got used. Yep, they were they appeared on television in some form. The week before that, NXT did, which nobody talked about, by the way. Nobody talked about the the thing that Ada that that NXT did. Are you aware of what NXT did? Was that the Becky Tiffany main event? No, that was big, uh, that Becky was that was the all women show. Huh. Essentially, it was. Now that I think about it, yes, yeah, it, was, it was. all women. Us, yeah, it was mm-hmm. all women. That's that's a first for a wrestling show. Video of her walking to the performance center. She then gets. Two clips of her walking in and meeting with Trip, uh, a clip of her meeting in with Trip, uh, coming into Triple H, live crowd reaction on Saturday. But the but 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 you know how yeah. you know it worked, Daryl. Listen to the reaction because on Friday. On Friday night, because on Friday night, when Charlotte turned around to walk out and she runs into Jay, that place didn't it didn't cheer immediately. What it did was it react. They gasped. Yep, they gasped. They were shocked, and then they cheered because, because they they understand she is a big deal. It's funny, and you know what helped that? The, even the people who don't know exactly who she is know she's a knows big deal. She's a star, Anthony. Yes, she's been on TV. Acknowledge them with Triple H and Shawn Michaels within the last week. She's only uh-huh. been signed with the company for half a month. Yep, that is crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> because Triple H understands that this this is the difference between the two companies right now mm. is that one can and does when they feel you know when when they when they see a big star or they see a big opportunity at least this version of the company is is now willing to put the machine behind people the entire machine. Under Vince McMahon, it got all nice and rusty. But now, when it's, when it's well oiled and pushing someone, mm. you know that what that means. I mean, she's she's gonna get pushed all the way to the moon. Her first interaction with a woman's wrestler wasn't was just Charlotte. anyone. Yep, that woman is going to break the world title record at some point in her career. Yeah. Whatever you think about it, it is going to happen. Whatever you think about her, and that's the first her, person who interacted with. Whatever you, whatever anyone thinks about her, and the only thing they should be thinking is, "Wow, it is impressive to see her run down a, a ramp in heels," <laughs> because she she does it without losing balance at all, Daryl. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look stupid either. <laughs> like it's just somehow, like people got to understand that there's levels to having somebody who main evented WrestleMania with sharp with. Becky and Ronda Rousey with Ronda Rousey, who uh-huh. I don't like, but it's still one of the biggest, probably the biggest women's combat star of all time. Yes, yes. Uh, she was in the ring not with her the, for the main and, event and, of WrestleMania. And, and you know what? For, there will be people who, well, she's not the greatest yet. Not the maybe not the greatest, but in terms of most popular ever, yeah, no, that's her. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's her. Um, and Triple H said, "I want." The person who I just brought in 
to interact with that woman. That's not something that you normally see. Mm-hmm. The woman is going to get the fucking. Well, and then you're seeing on, on Twitter, you know, Bailey, re, you know, tweeting at her. You're seeing mm-hmm. you're you're having the big wigs already starting. I keep, uh, Ray man. has already done interviews okay. saying okay. that she can't Darryl, wait to get in the ring with Jay. Here's the thing that I am dying for mm-hmm. tonight. Tonight, I would like to see her speaking with Adam Pierce, and I would like Becky to walk by to walk in. I want to see Becky in her. I want to see Rhea make faces with her. You know, Anthony, I want to see, see more of that. It's the season for Miro Raw tonight. That's what I'm saying. The, I want to see the entrance. Oh, I know. Ooh, ooh. I want to. I want to see the presentation. <laughs> I know. I, I want to see dying to figure out the the the. I want to see how they present her. I think it's time you can have a lot of eyes on Raw tonight. Because that mm-hmm. Monday, what's the Monday night game tonight? The Monday night is the Cowboys. I'm sorry, you're not going to have as many eyes as you thought. <laughs> well, never mind, man. It's just the Cowboys and the doesn't matter Chargers. Well, yeah. Anyway, but uh, fuck it, whatever. Who cares? Hey, I want to see the interest. Still do it. It's just oh no, wait. Premiere. You want hey, no? You want to make the season premiere something that for that people have to watch? Then you do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just <sighs> going back to the season premiere on, on SmackDown. Um. There was a lot to like about that. And I'll tell you what, Daryl. When oh, I can't believe this. When Cody Rhodes <laughs> came face to face with Roman Reigns. When they all when those people Bro. came face to face with each other, I felt I had mm-hmm. chills. I had chills. Mm-hmm. I had chills. I mean, you already know what time it is with that though. But but you know this what is- you know that you know what was fun you know why it was even more effective is because that crowd was great and they reacted they knew speaking of that which, tulsa crowd oof, mm-hmm. i hate tulsa i hate oklahoma <laughs> i love that crowd mm-hmm. they were great they're in oklahoma city tonight yeah shit mm. well maybe they'll be like tulsa <laughs> they are uh, slated to have their biggest crowd there. Um, Whoa, it's good, man. I was gonna go do effort, more work so. this. Ha- I was gonna go work a little this evening. I might not do that. Mm-hmm. I might just stay home and watch Raw. It's a day off. Uh, but um, god damn. I mean, it it it's it's nice to see, and I want Tony to get his shit together so that I can have a competing company that's also doing great stuff. Wrestling is better when you have multiple companies that are hot. Nobody yes. wants a well, nobody with a fucking brain and common yes. sense wants AEW to fail. AEW being good is why Triple H took over creative. AEW being good is why we're getting what we're getting on WWE television right now. It's why NXT stepped their game up. Why they went away from that 2.0 bullshit that I, I could not fucking watch. It was too distracting to what they have now because AEW pressed the issue and forced them to step up. Yeah. It's well, good okay, to have okay, two companies okay. that are I'll tell you this. I won't say press them, but actually Wait, wait, no, no, no. Actually, what I what I'm going to say mm-hmm. you're not wrong about that. Mm-hmm. Thing is, they pressed the wrong person cuz the one person who mattered the most didn't give a shit enough. Mm-hmm. And was too arrogant, yeah. Vince. Vince was too arrogant and petty. Mm-hmm. The two people who you knew I mean, look, man. 
you're gonna, you're never gonna take the night you're never gonna take 1990s Shawn Michaels out of Shawn Michaels. That's always gonna be well, there somewhere. You know. That that guy's always gonna be somewhere in there, and for him to to look across and see someone taking shot made it personal. Pause what you're saying. I have to pause real quick. So, um, yeah, uh, there was probably a weird edit there, and uh, I'm probably not going to care enough to go back and fix it. So, I'll just explain it. Yeah, my headphones died. But, anyways, um, what were you saying before I, you know, for you? Yeah. I'm gonna be 100 honest. I do not remember because right, we're talking about the product. We're talking about SmackDown. Uh, did call this rules differences? Either way, either way. Oh yeah, Shawn Michaels. You know that he saw he took offense to that, and now, now Triple H and him are the guys running things, and you know that they're not going to settle for being second, especially Triple H, considering when he came up. You know, um. As he likes to call him, you know, that other pissant company, he's not going to let that happen. But <laughs> I, what I would rather, and, and look, no, Tony's tweets aren't the problem necessarily, but they're indicative of a problem. They're a symptom of a problem, which is that he seems to be very much in over his head at the moment, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And really, the solution would be to delegate, to, to bring in people that can help you do things because you can't be though you you can't be the only person doing everything. So well, Anthony here's the problem is that he has plenty you of also, people in the back. True, but but you know what? Start actually giving them that power, mm-hmm. the power to do things. Start actually delegating. Because you're right, he has all the look, here's the, the thing that's frustrating about AEW is they literally have all of the tools to be not maybe not on par numbers wise with the WWE, but they can be there creatively. Mm-hmm. You know, they have all the talent. It's well, there. I remember where they were at, like coming out of the pandemic. I mean, in terms of like attendance, they were pulling numbers. Yes, they were they doing were great up arenas and the momentum has just kind of died down. And it has a direct correlation to the fact that the booking has gotten progressively worse over the last two years. And anybody well, because- who says that it hasn't is crazy. Like, okay, part of it is part of it is that yes, I understand that they are the wrestling alternative, the alternative that has wrestling, wrestle the wrestling show. But in order for you to grow, you have to be able to build stories and character, build characters and tell stories around that wrestling to 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 keep interest in your product first yes some people are perfectly fine with seeing a show that just has a bunch of matches that really don't have much story to them yes but that's not the wider fan base and you're not going to grow as a company if you don't embrace that a little bit more i don't know 
it's like when when I like when I take the time to watch AEW now, it just it doesn't have that same appeal heat. to it that it had when it first started. It's not even it was just hot, the heat, it's but the it was appeal. hot when it came out. Like mm-hmm. and and because it was appealing in a lot of ways, it was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, even I through, the, I think they had the better pandemic wrestling show. Oh no, they did. They one hundred percent did. Daily's yep. place served them so much, so much better than the PC did. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was open air and people were allowed. Yes, to be there, so they, that also exactly. You were lot. able to have people. Exactly, it felt well. Even then, having the wrestlers around and it, it felt alive. And lived in it somehow. A little more. Yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. No, you're, you're, yeah. It had more of a vibe because the problem with the with the the WWE's approach is it just felt very uh, barren uh, and not core. And I feel like somebody who was a little bit smarter. I mean, just stationed in Florida. I feel like they could have found a workaround that would have worked. It's also Florida. Come on. I mean, yeah, Florida. but it's the wild AW west was out in there. Florida and they found a workaround. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I mean. It's like it's the wild west out oh, there. I How could you not saying. figure yeah. it out? But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk about football or other sports. I, I think we already either. did enough of that. I I, I kind of like yeah. it, leaving it on this because mm. my headphones are dying again. So. Gotcha. Um, but uh, no, this was good. I think when we get Cheeseman back, we'll that's when we'll talk more about the other sports. Mm-hmm. More than likely. So, well, anyway, if you'll engage, huh? well, I said, I know, if you'll engage. engage, well, <laughs> depends. We'll see how Cincinnati and all Cincinnati-based sports teams do this week, as in just the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Green Bay's a lost cause, but anyways, uh, yeah, there's been. I think they do. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. All right, this has been the Beards and Balls podcast. You know where to find us everywhere that you can find podcasts. Uh, I don't think we need to say our stuff again, but uh, Daryl, where can they find Cheeseman? Uh, OG Cheeseman on Instagram. Go follow him. He needs. No, he doesn't need them. Maybe he doesn't want them. I don't know. Be his friend. 